Hey guys, welcome to the Doula Diaries. I'm Heidi. I'm the host of the Birth Story Podcast, which drops birth story episodes and expert interviews every Thursday. I'm also the author of the Birth Story Pregnancy Guidebook and Journal. It is everything, 529 pages of everything that you need to know to prepare for your birth. You can get that at birthstory.com. And I am also the content creator for Birth Story Academy, where you go for online learning from a virtual doula. You can also get into my private Facebook community through Birth Story Academy. And here on Tuesdays is where we meet for doula diaries. So welcome. Before we get started, I would love to have you guys in Birth Story Academy. It is premier childbirth education for your hospital birth, no matter what the birth looks like that you're planning. So medicated, unmedicated, a wait and see attitude, a belly birth, an induction, there is a module for all of it. And I have a blank name tag at your seat waiting to put your name on it. And the best part about Birth Story Academy is that I get to be your virtual doula. You go into my private Facebook group where I interact with you every single week and cheer you on as you plan and prepare for the birth that you want, no matter what that looks like. So I hope you will go to birthstory.com and enroll in Birth Story Academy today. All right, welcome to Doula Diaries. Today we are going to talk about prolapses, specifically prolapses after childbirth. And it came about because I was a little triggered this weekend when one of my dual clients who was nine days postpartum texted me in the middle of the night. And she said, specifically, hey, Heidi, something is coming out of my vagina, like something is bulging out of my vagina. And then she said, it feels like I've grown a penis out of my vagina. And I said, I'm pretty sure that you're experiencing a prolapse. And because a prolapse can be an obstetrical emergency, while it usually isn't, it can be, you need to go ahead and go on to the emergency room or the urgent care. We have an OBGYN urgent care here also. And I experienced a prolapse. And so I started thinking about my own experience and how I really needed to share with each of you guys on the podcast how a prolapse after childbirth is possible but then again it goes all the way back to pelvic floor work so if you have not listened to the episode with Amy of homebody movement where we focus on understanding the pelvic floor and breath work with the pelvic floor i would love for you to start with Amy's episode so if you haven't listened to episode 62 Episode 62 is with Amy Baumgarten of Homebody Movement and talking about the importance of the pelvic floor and keeping it strong through your pregnancy. So even if you do everything right, you guys, even if you do all the pelvic floor therapy and all the breath work and you gain the minimum amount of weight, I mean, there are so many things that could factor into a prolapse, including pushing time, how big your baby is, the position of your baby, the position in which you give birth. I mean, there is a lot to be considered. So 
there are three different kinds of prolapses. And I'm going to add like a, maybe a fourth in here, but the three main uh, prolapses after childbirth are a cystocele, which is a bladder prolapse. That's what I had. I'm going to talk to you about. That occurs when the bladder falls or presses into the anterior, which is the front part of the vaginal wall. Then you have a rectocele in which the rectum falls or presses onto the posterior or the back of the vaginal wall. You can also have a uterine prolapse. That's probably the most severe of the three, and that's when the uterus prolapses or protrudes into the vaginal canal itself. So it kind of like drops down into your vagina. It is so important that you guys feel, know, and understand your vagina. So like I sort of almost want you to like push pause right now, go get your squatty potty, sit on the toilet, like wash your hands first, sit on the toilet, and then like feel up there. Like I would love for you prior to giving birth to understand like what your clitoral hood feels like, what your clitoris feels like, what your labias feel like, what your rectum feels like, what your cervix feels like. If you can get inside your vagina and feel your cervix. These are important things to understand the way that your body feels so that if it feels different after childbirth that you can take action, like I said, and go to the emergency room or the urgent care, call your provider if you feel like you're having a prolapse. But one of the best ways to know if you're having a prolapse is to understand your body and the way it feels before and then after childbirth. So how in the world do you know if you're having a prolapse? Okay, my doula clients are advised in the postpartum period to get into the bath and to feel their rectum, vagina, labias, clitoris, all the things. It's also important like when we're soaking or in a sits bath, it's mostly because we're thinking about healing any tears that we may have had. Prolapses usually don't occur right away. It's a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later. As in the case of my doula client who just called me, she was nine days postpartum. I myself, when I experienced my cystocele, which was the bladder prolapse, I was about five days postpartum and I was soaking in a sitz bath and I was exploring my body and I felt a bulge inside my vagina. So the best way to know if you are experiencing a prolapse is to check in with yourself. So typically you'll feel some pressure or feel something hanging down into your vagina, that it feels like a feeling of fullness. It feels like something is in there. It feels like something is protruding out of it, right? So my client that said like, I felt like I was growing a penis was coming out of my vagina. I mean, imagine what that might feel like. Mine felt like a bulge. Like I was definitely like, is there another baby that's coming out of me? Like there was this soft tissue bulge. So then I got out of the bathtub and I called my partner and I laid down on the bed and I was like, oh my gosh. And he was like, oh my God, that is not the way that it looked like before you gave birth. And so we called the 
triage line and they were like, you need to come to the emergency room right away. Now, I found out later that the reason they wanted me to go to the emergency room is because if it was a uterine prolapse, it could be more of an obstetrical emergency. With a bladder prolapse or rectocele, it is like, I guess, less urgent and sometimes can be resolved with pelvic floor therapy. So the first thing we want to know is, do you have a prolapse? So get to know your body before, explore your body after. If you feel anything bulging, protruding, like things don't usually come out of your vagina, right? Like you're pretty aware of that. (laughs) So if you're feeling something like on the outside of your vagina or protruding from your vagina, it might be a prolapse. So the first line of treatment is pelvic floor physical therapy, breath work, pelvic floor therapy work. A lot of times with posture, strength, breath, strengthening pelvic floor muscles, you can reduce the pressure and the severity of a prolapse. So it will be graded also. I think that prolapses are graded one to four. So for me, I tried all of those things. I did all the breathing techniques. I went to pelvic floor therapy Every time I had to like push to have a bowel movement, I was so afraid I was going to then have a rectocele because you can have multiple prolapses. But understanding the way my body mechanics worked properly, then like the way I lifted things, the way I squatted, the way I bent, like pelvic floor therapy took me pretty far. But I was experiencing with a cystocele, which is very normal, bladder urgency and incontinence. So if I would stand up from the couch, like my bladder would empty. Like, that's not fun, you guys. So I ended up having a surgical intervention for my cystocele, which is the bladder prolapse. And that is where they did a bladder sling and a bladder tack. And I had surgery, like I have mesh in there holding everything back together. I also had to do estrogen to strengthen the vaginal wall. Um, as long as you're breastfeeding, your estrogen's very low. So I had to add estrogen to kind of get the tissue inside my vagina to strengthen. So there are surgical interventions, but the first line of therapy for any prolapse is always going to be pelvic floor therapy. So I'm all about proactive care versus reactive care. So I definitely recommend having a pelvic floor therapist in your back pocket, following Instagrams like the Bell Method and Home Body Movement, practicing that breath work, strengthening your pelvic floor before you even get pregnant, if you're already pregnant, doing pelvic floor therapy to strengthen your pelvic floor prior to giving birth. And then making sure that you work with a doula and a midwife or an obstetrician that is going to help guide you to breathe your baby out and not like blue face, purple face, push your baby out with all your might and put so much pressure on your pelvic floor. That's going to increase your chance of having a prolapse. So I wanted to make sure I just came on and, you know, it's, I mean, it's not really funny that she felt like she was growing a penis out of her vagina, but it sort of is um, the language that she used at least. There is another type of prolapse, an enterocele, and an enterocele is the small bowel prolapse. So that's more rare, but it can be in addition to a bladder prolapse or the rectal prolapse. You can have a prolapse of your urethra. I should say I also had that. 
which is a urethra seal. And that is why I had to have a sling put below my urethra to kind of hold it up in a bladder tack because I had a cystocele where the bladder prolapsed, but also my urethra prolapsed. So that's important. Those two typically go together. A uterine prolapse can be very severe and you may even um, lose your uterus. They're, they may have to do a hysterectomy or tack it back up. So... You can also just have a vaginal prolapse. That's, again, we're just like the the vaginal walls are kind of collapsing. They're not very strong. So after birth, what puts you at risk? Like getting sick. So like really like your pelvic floor is already stressed and then you get this like bronchitis or a chronic cough and you're just coughing and coughing and coughing constipation where you strain to poop, that puts you at risk for having a prolapse. If your BMI is really high and you're obese, you're at risk for having a prolapse. Some people after they give birth will have a hysterectomy or any other pelvic surgery like that then puts you at risk for having other types of prolapses. But the main thing that makes you at risk for having a prolapse is your age. So it's usually like 60 to 80-year-olds that experience prolapses. But the reason I'm talking about it is we do see a lot of prolapses after childbirth. So if you've never heard of this and I'm like blowing your mind right now, like don't be worried. It's probably not going to happen to you. So the most important thing I wanted you to learn from today's episode is that There are prolapses, the different types of prolapses, how to acknowledge or tell if you're having a prolapse and to seek treatment and help immediately. And if you want to prevent a prolapse, then I would recommend working with a pelvic floor therapist today. And while surgery is a possibility like I had, it's not necessarily that probable. So usually prolapses can be resolved with pelvic floor therapy. So make sure you're getting on Google right now and finding a recommendation. If you have a doula, they should be super connected with the pelvic floor therapist in your area. And you can always check with insurance, but proactive care versus reactive care. So whether you are trying to get pregnant right now, or you're currently pregnant I would recommend some pelvic floor therapy, and I always recommend everyone see a pelvic floor therapist after they give birth. If you sprained your ankle, your doctor is going to send you to a physical therapist. You just gave birth out of your vagina or your belly. Go see a pelvic floor therapist to strengthen your pelvic floor so that sex is fun and not painful and that you can jump on a trampoline and not pee your pants. All these things are really important for seeing pelvic floor therapy. All right. Well, now you know everything there is to know, or at least a little bit, about prolapse after childbirth. See you next week. Hey guys, I recently went disc golfing with my youngest son, Jagger, who as I record this is six years old. So that means four years ago, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy from a birth injury. And I wanted to come to you with my story because I can't go backwards. So if you haven't listened to episode 88, where I talked to CEO Catherine Cross from Anja Health about cord blood and tissue banking. You see, her brother had cerebral palsy too. And we really bonded about how her brother and my child 
Their lives could be completely different if they had access to stem cells from cord blood and tissue banking. When I was pregnant with Jagger, it was a simple question in a brochure like, hey, do you want to do public or private cord blood banking? And no one explained it to me. As I watched Jagger play disc golf and switch from his right hand to his left hand and watched him kind of limp through the course, I thought I would have paid any amount of money to have had the opportunity to have my child have a stem cell transplant from cord blood that I had saved from his birth. $35 a month, and I may not be watching my kid have to switch arms on the disc golf course. So I hope you will go to angiahealth.com and consider cord blood and tissue banking because we just don't know. This policy that you have to decide on in advance, and we can't work backwards. If there's a birth injury, if your child has leukemia, or any of the other 85 diseases that are FDA approved, that stem cells from cord blood and tissue banking can help dramatically save or change your child's life.